The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, Bill Mafia? Fernando Chimudia here. And that's your leading the charge today to do the preview about the Bills versus Commanders Week 3 matchup. Uh, the Bills playing away from home to face the 2-0 Washington Commanders. Great start for the young team and or the young quarterback team, at least. And we're going to talk about this matchup today. Um uh, and what to expect from from this big time game week three, and and how can the Bills explore this Commanders team trying to to win the second game in a row and and, and go to week four in a good situation facing uh, or in a in a decent situation facing the Miami Dolphins trying to 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 beat the the rival the divisional rival and get to the top of the standings in the AFC East. Uh, Bills Mafia, feel free to comment via comment section here, via chat. If you're watching in another moment, comment in the comment sections, YouTube comment sections. Remembering this episode is also available in your favorite uh, podcast aggregator, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those uh, podcast aggregators. Uh, we have the Lady the Charge available there. Thank you so much for listening and for participating. Feel free to, to participate in the chat. Also, Flav is already in the chat sending a go bill. So feel free to opine, to tell me. Let me know what uh, what's your expectations for what are your expectations for this game against the commanders and 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 which matchup maybe worries you uh, when facing this commander team. What really scares you a little bit, and where do you feel uh, confident about this Bills facing, facing this Washington team in the in the week three? So, without further ado, let's start talking Bills news this week. Uh, we've learned that Christian Kirksey is retiring. Right, he let the team know that um, that he's retiring ahead of this week three. And that's a little bit concerning that Kirksey is retiring because I believe most of us, we, we, we aren't sure about the coaching staff, but Christian Kirksey was brought in for a reason. And, and with his experience, with, with his leadership, um, 
he's a proven option at the middle linebacker spot where all the options that we had previously there started to to fail in their chances like Dodson wasn't good during preseason Spector started containing but couldn't really uh become a factor in this competition and Terrell Bernard was in the competitions but but got injured so uh AJ Klein experienced guy but again not the answer at the position athletically speaking and so with everybody failing in same some sort of situation everybody um minus Terrell Bernard maybe right uh Terrell Bernard is our only hope and our only option now especially because Dorian Williams hasn't been prepared for the position to play the Mike linebacker spot and he's been strictly a special teams player he's being strictly prepared as Milano's backup he even got some snaps last game and alongside Dodson uh at the end of the game but again even with few snaps Dodson didn't really play well and even pro football focus who I can't take their grades for granted. I can't take their, their grades like the law or something uh, that I can't contest. But it's good to have an idea, to have a uh, at least a, a different point of view when evaluating players. And, and even with fewer, uh, uh, very few snaps, Dodson wasn't graded well uh, in this game. So right now, as, as the bills are constructed right now, our options are... Terrell Bernard and Terrell Bernard. We don't have really any other option. Uh, AJ Klein was brought back into the practice squad. He has the experience. He can maybe fill in for a little, but we can't really trust having AJ Klein out there for long periods. Uh, Dodson's probably still ahead of him. Obviously, he's in the roster still. And... But I, I think all of us can agree that it was way more comfortable having in the back of our minds that Christian Kurtzey was learning the defense. Christian Kurtzey was ready to come in and do a decent job if Bernard couldn't really play well. The good news are Terrell Bernard has played well through two weeks, right? Uh, and I, I'm really happy about that. You know that because I've been uh, really high on Terrell Bernard since the beginning. And... Despite some people really criticizing his week one performance, I felt like he did really well in week one. Like I felt like he was poised, he was composed, he had the command of this defense, he could communicate, he could be um, on the right place, on the right time, most of the time. Obviously, he struggles with uh, dealing with guards, dealing with tackles, those big, Offensive linemen, when they can put the, their hands on Bernard, he will struggle a little bit, but he can uh, avoid some of those blockers and do a decent job. He's also, uh, I don't see Bernard as a short tackler like Dorian. I can see Tor Dorian Williams uh, in his young career being. Dorian has longer arms, and it seems like when Dorian wraps up somebody, it's done. Uh, I don't feel the same way about Bernard sometimes. He's the first one to arrive in the play and he can uh, make the first tackle, but it's not always enough, you know. You need more people arriving too to help him. Sometimes he's the guy arriving and helping other people to not miss tackles. Uh, but I feel good about Bernard 
so far. I think he he even felt more comfortable in the second game against the 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 Raiders last week. And we saw a huge performance from our defense against the Raiders, especially against the run, where we question how much the lack of size by Ed Oliver, by Bernard, Milano's already there, Tom Johnson is already there. So how much this lack of size of in your front seven can really hurt uh, this Bills defense going forward? So the, the, the early returns have been good. I think they did an awesome job against a tough opponent against the Raiders. Uh, Jacobs is no slouch. He's a big-time runner. He, uh, No wonder he, he already won the, the rushing title. So it's not always easy to deal with a guy like that. And the, the Bills defense showed that they can, if they are in right positions, attacking the right gaps, not missing tackles or being, uh, being really quick to help other tacklers to not miss those tackles, they can uh, gang tackle people and, and stop plays and avoid big run uh, games by, by op opponents. But and, and obviously, with Bernardo there, against the pass, it's an advantage to have this kind of guy who's quick, twitchy, uh, interchangeable with Milano, as I always say here. He can blitz, he can cover. He has good awareness in the middle of the field, like he knows where to be. He knows how to um, how to cut in front of those crossers against crossing routes. How to pass those crossers to the next guy and still cover his his zone in the middle of the field. So I really like how Bernard has played. That's the great news, and that's why maybe it's it's not that concerning that uh, that Kirksey is gone. On the other hand. Uh, we've talked about how Bernard sometimes has struggled to stay healthy. He's a, um, a smaller guy for the position. He's dealing with a lot of traffic in front of him. He's dealing with a lot of big guys in front of him. And he already got injured during preseason. That's the reason he didn't have the chance to play during preseason and compete. And again, he's a little bit nicked up again, uh, as I can show you here. Uh, the Bills injury report for yesterday. Terrell Bernard uh, with a knee injury and quadriceps injury. He was limited on Wednesday, limited, limited yesterday. Sean McDermott said today that everybody's going to practice today. Those are big news via Saul Capacho. Thanks so much, Saul, for a great job. And McDermott himself said, look, everybody's going to practice today at some capacity. So I, I believe Bernard will practice. Not sure if he, was, he will still be limited today, but he should play. And hopefully he can stay healthy and keep playing well, keep getting better. I think he can really hold down that middle linebacker spot. And in my opinion, that's the type of guy that going forward, if we think alive post Micah Hyde, post Jordan Poyer, that's something we can really question uh, down the road going into 2024, 2025. Uh I really believe Bernard can become a, a team captain, a defense, defensive captain in this team. The position is about that. And, and, and we can see that despite not being the most vocal guy, at least to the media or to the fans, he's a guy who seems an, an easygoing guy, a quiet guy. But, but on the field, he communicates a lot. 
all the scouting reports, all the, the, the interviews about from Leslie Fraser, from McDermott, people always raves about his leadership skills. So I believe he can be a team captain going going forward. Uh, I think it's natural actually to him to become this team captain. All he got to do is continue to get better, continue to play well and stay healthy. Uh, Spencer Brown also was limited. James Cook, personal reasons, didn't practice. Uh, his daughter, I believe, was born this week. So, uh, shout out to James Cook and his family. God bless his family, his newborn daughter. Uh, Leonard Floyd, Cook is back practicing. Okay, guys, he'll be, he will be on the field today, this Friday. Floyd with an uncle was limited on Thursday, should practice today. Those are guys that really don't need to practice a lot. They can be ready for for the game they gotta be healthy that's the most important team micah hyde was listed with a hamstring even some people questioning me after the game saying uh in my previous leading the charge in portuguese saying oh micah hyde i believe it was an ankle no i i felt like it was a muscular issue the way he he argued about it to the trainer and it's a hamstring so that's something to keep an eye on because Man, I really don't like forcing muscular uh, issues in a hamstring issue for a, a guy who has been challenged uh, in the in his speed department. He got to run at his full strength. He got to uh, run at 100%. So it's tough for a guy like a Mike Hyde to, to have a problem, a hamstring problem. I hope he can be ready to play and can play really well without no problems. But that this injury in particular is something to keep an eye on, in my opinion. Then also Knox, two days without practice, practicing due to a back injury, a back problem. Uh, McDermott said he'll be practicing today. I don't know how much he'll be practicing. But uh, the good news here is, obviously, if Dawson can't go, uh, we'll see more snaps, even more snaps for Kincaid, who has had some a, a lot of snaps he, he's been or or there's lot wide receiver mostly the bills have used a lot of 12 personnel a lot of kinkid in Knox on the field i hope Knox can go he's important the bills if he can't go i can anticipate uh quinty morris playing a lot in this game because i don't see the bills coming away from their 12 personnel and the uh, usage how they like to use this personnel how this has helped the team to run the ball. Um, they didn't use 12 personnel as much in week two as they did in week one. But I believe that's because they tried to pass a little bit more early on against the Raiders. And we could see in the second half, they're using a lot of 12 personnel uh, because that's where the Bills already had the lead and they wanted to run the ball and milk the clock. So again... Away from home, the weather might be bad. Uh, that's a place where the Bills might want to run the ball a lot. And, and away from home, uh, a strong defensive unit. So the run game will be important in this game. And, and having Dawson Knox makes our 12 personnel way, way better than having this 12 personnel on the field with Quentin Morris. So I hope he can go. And even if he only plays a complementary role and, and Kincaid has the majority of snaps. 
Jordan Phillips already full practice, uh, participant yesterday. Jordan Poyer uh, had a vet rest day, so he'll, he'll be fine. This is this the the abuse injury report for this week. We should have we should have another one today, but McDermott already said everybody's gonna play at some capacity. Uh, it's gonna practice at some capacity, so that's something that we can uh, be happy about. I think the Bills are pretty healthy going into week three. If you remember last season, going into week three against the Dolphins, we had a red missed Micah Hyde for the season. Uh, we had some some not some guys not playing, so it's good to have uh, the squad as healthy as they are right now going into week three. So uh, John Roberts says here, oh, I would like Cook to do great again. Me too, John. No doubt we need Cook doing great again. Not just him. But also Latavius Murray, man. It's another important game. And, and that's great to have Latavius Murray. That's great to have Damian Harris. This three-headed backfield has been great for these Bills. Uh, this Washington Commanders team, they have a, a tough defensive line. They'll be tough to run against. They are uh, a, a very aggressive defensive unit. Jack Rio, the former Jaguars head coach, their defensive coordinator, is an aggressive guy. He likes to send blitzes. He likes to run blitz. So, And that's a defensive line that, in my opinion, has an advantage against our offensive line. Uh, maybe most of the defensive lines have this advantage against our offensive line, but I think our offensive line has gotten better. I think against the Jets, it was obviously a mismatch. Uh but against the Raiders, I felt they had a good matchup. Other than Crosby, I didn't feel like they had a, a, a handful dealing with that offensive line. And we could sh we could see it. It was shown uh, in the in the previous game. Uh, we could use our, our running backs and our tight ends to help Spencer Brown dealing with Crosby. And the rest of the offensive line really could deal with their matchups and could do their jobs and protect Josh, have a good pocket made for Josh, and even uh, establish a new line of scrimmage and, and run the ball. And that helped the Bills a lot in that game, in the way the Bills could win that game uh, without major problems. Against the Commanders, I see uh, a tougher challenge against this D-line. Let me throw this defensive uh, side of the... Uh, this defensive side of the ball, the defensive unit from the commanders uh, on the screen. So they have a tough defensive line. Montez Sweet already has three sacks this season. Uh, Chase Young is back and, and he has less sacks than Sweat, but he, he's, he's a beast, man. He's dangerous. He's going to face Dion Dawkins a lot. Dawkins has played great this season so far, but that's uh, a big challenge. He hasn't had a challenge as tough as Chase Young so far. And that's a, a matchup to keep an eye on. I want to check a lot if Dion Dawkins will be able by himself to keep Chase Young in check and not wrecking havoc uh, on, on this offensive, uh, in our offensive backfield. Uh, Montez Sweat against Spencer Brown is a problem. 
it's not a biggest problem than Crosby was. So, but you always we, we need to keep an eye on help Spencer Brown there. Spencer Brown also had a good game against the Raiders. It wasn't just help. He did his job. He did a nice job uh, dealing with Sweat. Sweat is a speed rusher. He can some sometimes translate that speed to power. So that's where Spencer Brown has struggled the most with the the bull rushes. I hope he can keep playing well, show people that he can stop those bull rushes. Otherwise, we'll, people will attack him a lot that way. And Sweat will certainly test Spencer Brown a lot in that department. But also inside, Jonathan Allen and Daryl Payne, that's a big, big time uh, defensive tackle duo, man. Uh, they, have a, they have the size, they have the power, they have the production to stop the run, to rush the passer from inside. So the Bills offensive line will have a handful with this unit. And and that's the biggest matchup, in my opinion, to, to the Bills to be able to establish a, a good rhythm offensively. Because as we seen last week, this Bills offense can, can be multidimensional. They can be uh, dangerous, dangerous passing the ball, but also they can run the ball efficiently, uh, and I hope they can continue to do so. Osiris Torrance has had a great start of his career. He has played great so far. I'm really excited to see um, Torrance continuing to develop, continuing to get better, and that's another tough challenge against Jonathan Allen, against their own pain. So, uh, same way with McGovern, an athletic guy, a guy who can move, who can be a puller. The Bills has used more power run game, more gap schemes, and, and that's important to have McGovern and Mitch Morse in this situation because those guys are more uh, mobile than Torrance. They can pull, they can lead runs, and they're going to have a tough challenge against against this defensive, uh, defensive line unit. No doubt about that. And I really hope they can hold their own and, and, and do a nice job and the Bills can have a run game because when you put when you put Josh in a, a, a unidimensional situation where he gotta throw all the time and he gotta uh, even be the run game himself, that's not ideal for what we want the Bills the offense looking like. That's far from ideal actually, and that's where he starts to to tend to play more hero ball, tend to try more to be Superman, and somebody, sometimes it's not needed. So uh, I hope the Bills can continue to establish the run game. They can use, especially early, I believe it's important to use Damon Harris, to use Latavius Murray to run in between the tackles, because as the game goes on and, and maybe the defensive tackle rotation starts to get a little bit gassed, I can see James Cook breaking some of those long runs, but initially it's good to have those hammers, the, the Latavius Murray hammer, the, the Damian Harris hammer, like uh, pounding the rock and, and tearing that, that defensive line down and trying to guess them a little bit. So that's where I, I believe the Bills should attack this, this defensive line rotation and this defensive line group that's a tough mashup. And I hope they can really uh, implement a good physical run game, especially with Latavius Murray and Damian Harris. So 
James Cook can be great again, as John said, in the passing game, in the running game, overall. But taking a, a, taking a, a, maybe a lighter load and, and an easier way dealing with guys a little bit more gas. Not that he shouldn't play, obviously, early, but I'd try to hammer to him with Latavius Murray a little bit more early on. Uh, John also said about AJ Klein taking Kirksey's place, right? Uh, yes, no doubt. Uh, he's already in the in the the practice squad, and that's uh, our plan B now. I think Klein always been the the last line of defense at middle linebacker. You know, the floor established by McDermott, but. I, I really hope they start to prepare Dorian for the position because in case Bernard, I don't believe he will struggle, he will do badly. I think he can just get better with more experience. But in case you need somebody, in case Bernard gets nickeled up or rather lose uh, some playing time because of injury, Dorian must be ready there because I, I'm not so confident on Dodson anymore. He hasn't shown much. Google is talking here. What do you think about our next game matchup against our heavy, strong physical DL? What I just told here. Thanks for participating, Google. John, reminding you, people, please like, hit that like button, share, subscribe to Buffalo Rumblings channel, subscribe to my own Fernando Shimuri's channel. And, and I really appreciate you taking your time to watch, to listen, and especially hit that like button and subscribe to our channel. Uh, Yes, uh, John reminded it correctly. Fred Davis White will have a rest day today, a vet rest day, but everybody, everyone is going to be practicing at some capacity. We don't know who, who are going to be limited or not, but Fred Davis White is not practicing today, but not due to an injury, just a vet rest day. He'll be ready for the the, the game, and, and that's important. Still talking about the, the commander's defense. If that defensive line is really strong, and they really are, okay, I won't say the, the rest of the group isn't, but it's not as strong as the defensive line. That's a defensive line-led group. The linebacker group, in my, my opinion, isn't really impressive. Even uh, Jack DeRio himself, the defensive coordinator, has called out Jamin Davis about his, his playing level. So he wants better from, from the, Jamin Davis. And that's a group that has the physicality, has the athleticism, uh, him and Cody Barton, but it's not really a playmaking group of linebackers. Uh, they can deal, especially against the run, but I don't see them as, as big-time coverage linebackers. Uh, that's something that might be explored with Dalton, King, uh, Dalton Kincaid, Dawson Knox, if healthy, and even with Stefan Diggs on the slots, uh, on the slot for some time, we've seen this in both first and first week, week two, same thing. And then the secondary, the secondary has talent. They have Kendall Fuller, who's been uh, a nice, solid cornerback for quite some time now. Uh, the former first-round pick, Emmanuel Forbes, that, yeah, that's their number one cornerback. Uh, he's probably not following. Diggs inside if Diggs go there. But anyway, even if they are good players, neither of them are really uh, elite players so far. Those are guys that I'm confident Stefan Diggs is going to win his, his matchups against Forbes 
more often than not. I can tell you the same thing about about Gabriel Davis and Kendall Fuller, despite Gabe Davis being a different kind of wide receiver. And we know that his, his uh, go-to move or, or his better used in his middle, intermediate, and, and deep route. So I don't expect Gabe Davis being uh, used differently than we've used to see him being used so far, like here and there, maybe uh, in a short route, short crossing routes, but most of the time, threatening the defenses deep, using this deep threat to run those cruel runs, run those comeback routes, and show the numbers to Josh Allen so Josh can hit him uh, on the sideline, especially. That's where he uh, Gabe Davis is really dominant, where he succeeds, and and I I, I really believe he can. Uh, be a nightmare for Kendall Fuller threatening him downfield and then uh, punishing the defense with, the, with those comebacks and cool routes. Uh, Benjamin St. Juice, that's a physical nickel cornerback, a really good one, a, a one that can help against the run just like Teron Johnson does for the Bills. And, and he's on the field a lot of the time, so the Bills might try to put size on him with, with Kincaid. It will, it will depend on, on Knox's availability, obviously, to be able to use uh, Kincaid in this lot again and with his size. But there have been uh, rumblings about how Deontay Hardy has practiced well this week and how he has made some nice plays during this week. Um, he was used a lot in week one, mainly in that old Isaiah McKenzie role where he... He was used more for some some jet motion, some reverses, some screen passes, uh, and not really like a, a full-time wide receiver. In week two, we didn't see uh, the Bills using Hardy as much in this department. I believe he'll be he'll get more opportunities again, and maybe against St. Juste with his his speed, his quick twitching uh, abilities, he can be a mismatch there, so uh, that's something to keep an eye on, and I really like the Bills matchup against this secondary, against this defensive backfield, uh, at the safety positions, Derek Forrest, Cameron Crow, uh, they are solid, but unspectacular players, you know, so uh, this, this defensive, this secondary, this defensive group as whole, but especially the defensive backfield, they have struggled uh, in creating turnovers. That's even something that also Jack DeRue has talked about, how important it is to create turnovers and how this defense has struggled doing so. This season, in two games, one interception, um, that's a defensive unit that has been a top 10 unit for recently. Last season, they've been a top 10 unit in points per game allowed, they've been a top unit, a top ten unit in the in most of the major statistics and defensive rankings. But something that they really have struggled to do is create turnovers, and that's something that, as Bills fans, we love to hear and love to see because we know that the Bills really struggle to win games when Josh Allen turns the ball over too much. And they have struggled to do so. So that's a good matchup for Josh Allen. That's a good matchup 
for our, our offense or offense and our offensive players if Josh really isn't forced to do too much and that passes uh, that uh, that's a matter of this offensive being able to continue to be balanced just like they were against the Raiders and continue to be able to run the ball even if Josh isn't running the ball himself that's a big part of, of keeping Josh calm keep Josh playing um, under the right circumstances, not putting on the Superman cape and trying to do too much, being himself. So I hope the Bills can establish this run game. They can play well against this defensive line and they can uh, be a balanced offense to deal with this, this tough defensive line, but not so, um, not so opportunistic, let me put it this way. Uh, linebacker group and defensive backfield. Uh, one that struggles creating turnovers and that goes right in on what the Bills need against this commander's team. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. So on the other side of the ball, Mafia, um, this commander's offense is a, an interesting group, right? Uh, I talked a lot about the defense side of the ball so far and a lot of Jack the Real. And when we look at the coaching staff, this coaching staff is a very experienced one. Uh, obviously, the the old McDermott mentor, Ron Rivera, right? The the former Carolina Panthers uh, head coach, leading the way. But Eric Bieniemy, uh, uh, an offensive coordinator that left Andy Reid's, uh, he left Andy Reid's tutelage, and and he left a great situation with the Kansas City Chiefs and and two rings and and more to to join the same position the washington commanders in the sense that he wanted to prove himself because the word that has been out there uh, via a lot of people even shady mccoy or former running back who's a, a tv uh broadcaster now and and he was 
he uh, he voiced his opinion about the enemy saying look this guy isn't really responsible for from for what will you see from this Kansas City Chiefs office it's all in the read and stuff so when people who played under him start to say those things you start to pay attention and and there is a reason the enemy hasn't been hired as a head coach despite all his success with the Chiefs so smart decision and an aggressive decision trying to to improve his resume and get an opportunity as a head coach and the enemy is out there with the uh, with the commanders and the early results for him are great because the team is 2 and 0 and this offense has produced a lot there have there has been a long time since the Washington commanders could put more than 34 more than 30 34 points on the board and they did it in in uh they have done it so far this year so uh the enemy is working with a second year quarterback an inexperienced one a guy who's getting his first shot in the nfl and the results the early results have been uh promising so the enemy is proving himself a great mind a good offensive coordinator a guy who learned from andy reed but can be his own coordinator and maybe he can become his own head coach in the future too if things continue as they are right now for him he will become a head coach uh, sooner rather than later so this is a extremely uh, experienced group at the coaching staff with Jack Deril with the enemy with Rivera and I already talked about the quarterback let me focus on him um somehow that's a second year quarterback who's playing really well he has a good arm he can spin it he uh has some mobility he can run the ball sometimes scramble so far he has a completion a completion percentage of 65.7 percent 7.2 yards per thrown right three touchdowns just one interception but he's been sacked 10 times already in two games. So he's doing a great job so far in his first two starts uh, this year. And he's dangerous, especially with the weapons he has at his disposal. The, the Washington Commanders has a really interesting group of weapons, a really interesting group of pass catchers. They have a good running back, uh, maybe a star in the making. But the offensive line has struggled in, in, in struggled in the department of protecting Sam Howell. And if McDermott can be aggressive, if McDermott can deal up some some different looks and, and especially using Bernard and Milano to try to hide coverages and hide who's coming to the blitzes and and, and try to fool uh, Howell early uh, and often. I believe the Bills have a good chance, a, a good chance of creating some turnovers and and making Howell throw the second and maybe even the third pick uh, this year. But so far he has done a great job. And again, huge props to Eric Bieniemy because that's the guy who's been working with Mahomes. And as I always say, Mahomes is awesome, but he's in a great situation. And those schemes are great for the quarterback. And the enemy is proving that again with the commanders making some Howell again. All respect of the word to Howell early on, he might be the real deal. 
but it's not easy to come in second year guy first opportunity as a starter and to have the completion or the completion percentage that he's has put so far especially with this yard per per thrown average so that's a great look for for Howell, but that's awesome look for the enemy too and where the bills can explore taking him out of rhythm getting after him and that's an offensive line that i believe the bills can take advantage of just like they did and they dominated against the in the first two weeks against the jets against the raiders i think our, our defensive line did a great job and against those guys they can do a great job again andrew willie a good right tackle former chief but then sun cosme nick gates um Sadiq Charles and Charles Leno Jr. Charles Leno Jr. former bear a, a guy who developed well they have a good pair of tackles they have a an average interior offensive line but they have really struggled to protect the quarterback and I believe the Bills can take advantage of that Gregor so has played well early on uh Leonard Floyd has had a great start for the Bills and and Ed Oliver is overplaying his contract he said he would do so and and we can see it early on especially rushing the passer i felt like he had a little bit of trouble against the run versus the jets but versus the raiders it it's far from truth they dominated we know daquan jones uh what he can do how dependable he is and i really believe that defensive line can dominate against this offensive line again and they can uh contain or contain the run maybe i will get there but first they can get after san howell that will be important because it's not just san howell it's not just uh Bien-Mi and his schemes but it's also a great group of pass catchers logan thomas or former bill former uh quarterback turned tight end uh mismatch athletically speaking as a tight end he had his first opportunity as a tight end with the Bills, but he really flourished as a as a tight end for the the Commanders. He might be out of this game, and that's that's huge for the Bills because Logan Thomas is the kind of tight end that can give problems for linebackers with his combination of size, speed, and then at wide receiver. Man, this top three wide receiver group is really good. Terry McLaurin maybe one of the most uh underrated wide receivers in the league that's a, easily in my opinion a top 10 guy maybe even a top five guy and who has struggled during all his career thanks to not having a great quarterback throwing him the ball now with Howell and with um with the enemy uh, in charge he has more opportunities to showcase his abilities and he has done it so far Jahan Dodson, first round pick, extremely talented, a guy who has great hands, a guy who can separate, great, great guy. Uh, Curtis Samuel, former Panther, guy who can fly, guy who can uh, be a deep threat, but also a threat receiving some screen passes, running some jet motions and, and dangerous group. Pringle, former uh, Chief, the enemy knows how to use the guy. Jimmy Brown, former third rounder from North Carolina Tar Heel, uh, also can fly, also can run. So he have they have a huge 
a really good group and, and a deep group. And even Jameson Crowder, our old friend from last season, but he's even an older friend for Washington because he started his career there and he's back in the fold. Uh, but I, I'd like really to, to highlight the top three. This top three is as good as you, as you can get, man. I really like the top three targets. The enemy knows how to scheme people open. Those guys have the ability to separate, to run good routes. And, and how has proved, proven that he can uh, get the ball on their hands. So it's been interesting so far. They have a, a similar production or uh, an equal production so far. A well-balanced uh, target share uh, between the, all those guys. Uh, targets, if you see the targets so far, Dodson with 12, Thomas, Thomas with 11, McLaurin 10. Curtis Samuel, eight, and then Antonio Gibson, the running back two with four, and Brian Robinson running back one with five. So the top four uh, targets have, have received equal number of targets, and they have kind of equal production too, even the touchdowns. The three touchdowns are, were scored by three different players. So that's a, a tough group to defend, man. That's a tough group to defend. The Bills will need to be on point. They will need to communicate well. They will need to identify and adjust in game because um, they might have answers for this, this trio and, and for the enemy early on. But they're going to adjust and you've got to be ready to adjust in game. I think that's something that the Bills have struggled in the past, especially in the playoff losses. And that's something that we've seen the Bills doing this year, adjusting a little bit better. Uh, we saw a pitiful first drive against the Raiders, and then they adjusted and played really well against that offense. So I hope McDermott can find uh, a good options to deal with this, this group because they are tough. They will be hard to be covered all the time. They will be hard to be covered if the quarterback has time to throw the ball. So that's why they got to get after Howell. Um, I honestly don't see Travis White nowadays being able uh, to hold up his own, on his own against Terry McLaurin all the time, cover him on one on one all the time, and hold on his own. Uh, it's in, it's far from being a knock on on White. McLaurin is that good. Okay, so the Bills don't play a lot of man coverage. They don't left their cornerbacks on Iceland on Iceland most of the time, but. Those matchups will be hard. Bainford will be a hard time against Dodson, against McLaurin when he's there, and and even with uh, against even against Samuel's speed. Same thing can be said about Tredavis White, and the same can, thing can be said about uh, Tyrone Johnson in, in inside playing the slot wide receiver. So the Bills will need to be on point, play those covers, keep everything in front of them, tackle well. Um, as I said before, the weather might be a factor if it's raining and if the, the field is heavy, maybe the run game will be more important both sides, both ways. So, but in the passing game, get after somehow. I think the Bills can do that, and if they can do that, they can uh take him out of rhythm and maybe avoid him sharing the ball and spreading the ball to all his great targets, not having long on Thomas. Uh, certainly will help the Bills a bit, but it's not going to be an easy matchup for this uh, passing defense. The run defense will deal with uh, up-and-coming um, 
running back as in Brian Robinson. That's a big physical guy. He doesn't have the 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 that sixth gear, you know, the the final speed to punish you with home runs. But he's so physical, he can be a hammer, just like we talked about Latavius Murray, Damian Harris. That's a guy who can be a hammer, get those hard fought yards and and move the chains. Um, the Bills will need to be aggressive. The Bills will need to be um, on point with their gap control and attacking those gaps and being really aggressive doing so to to avoid uh, Robinson getting in onto that second level of their defense because Robinson can can run over everybody on our secondary. He can run over Bernard. He can run over Milano. He's this kind of uh, running back. He's a physical specimen in, in the size and strength department. And the Bills will need to be careful, really, really careful with how they allow him to hit his stride. So the same thing that happened to Jacobs must happen to Robinson this week. It's difficult and in, in, it's even unfair to expect or or defense to hold running backs to negative yardage. But we'll need big-time games from Oliver, big-time games from Daquan Jones, uh, Jordan Phillips, or, or rotation inside the defensive tackle to keep Bernard, to keep Milano free so they can quickly arrive uh, in Robinson and they can gang tackle him. Because on one-on-one tackles, it's going to be difficult to, to deal with this guy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And again, in the passing game, man, the, the lack of speed or the the supposed lack of speed, I think everybody has agreed that the Bills' secondary has looked slow at times and and maybe Hyde and Poyer finally lost in step and it's showing um, Bainford showed great speed uh, uh, running after Brice Hall in week one, but speed isn't still isn't his forte isn't his major strength. Travis White has speed. Okay, Term Johnson, decent. But it's not a speedy defensive backfield. And those guys, they are targets. They have speed. McLaurin, Samuel, elite speed. Dodson has speed. Um, Brown has speed. So they're going to be tested. The Bills secondary will be tested speedy, speed-wise. We know that uh, in the past, the enemy has taken advantage of his advantage in speed. He has take, taken advantage of these opportunities with Tyreek Hill, with Hardman, with the weapons he had at his disposal in Kansas City. And he will test. He will test the secondary speed, no doubt about that. McLaurin and Samuel, those guys, Diami Brown, those guys can really 
fly and they can test or secondary speed. That's something that the Bills will be, we need to be aware. And I believe our strategy in the passing game will be being patient, will be taking away the, 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 the big plays, will be having everything in front of you, tackling well, being patient, trying to put Howell, the enemy, that offense in a bad situation, maybe needing to come from behind and needing to force more stuff, getting them out of their comfort level. If the Bills can't uh, take the lead, if they can't open a good lead, if they keep it close, or even if the commanders can take the lead and have the lead and play with a lead, uh, it's going to be a really tough matchup because they will certainly try to make Josh Allen beat them and, and be Superman. Uh, they will try to shut down our running game. With they de- they have the defensive line for that, and they will try to 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 make that bad Josh Allen appear in this game, especially if it's a bad weather game. And just like I said, that's a defensive group that has been challenged to create more turnovers. So I'm pretty sure Jack DeRio is telling his guys that that's the game where if they can stop the run, they will get opportunities at interceptions. Hopefully the Bills can can get their running game going. I use Murray, I use Harris a lot, and they can can get that running game going. They can put Josh in good situations. They can avoid penalties, especially. That's gonna be very important on first downs, avoiding penalties, avoiding put Josh in first and fifteen situations, second and fifteen situation, and so he can play. Uh, without forcing stuff. I think Josh will be in position to play really well. I think he has the matchup advantage with his weapons against those uh, those members of, uh, of that secondary. But the pass rush can be problematic. I hope our offensive line can hold their own and, and, and Dorsey and Josh, they can together put up a good game plan, getting the ball uh, out of Josh's hands quickly punishing the defense for giving him short intermediate stuff, trying to get yard after catch. And if he, they can be patient doing that, the opportunities for big plays will appear later on. But they've got to establish this, this patient uh, style on offense with short passes, with run game, uh, maybe more under center in play action. I, I'm expecting to see a little bit more of that in this week, especially if Knox can go and you can have your two tight ends set, your 12 personnel ready for the game. And on the other side of the ball, I believe the pass rush is the key in stopping the run, obviously. I believe our defensive line is in a good position to be able to dominate that offensive line, especially against the run, and then putting them in clear passing downs. That's a, an offensive line that has struggled to protect um, Howell. So I think the opportunity will be there. And and the Bills might take advantage, must take advantage of them to be able to make the game easier. Uh, the, speed, the speed of those guys, uh, the weapons, the speed concerns me against our secondary. But it's a good test, especially with Hyde having concerns regarding his hamstring. And I'll be honest, if if Hyde can't go or if Hyde struggles with his hamstring, I wouldn't like to see 
um, Taylor Rapp out there, out there because that's a guy who's challenged uh, speed-wise too. I would really like to see Cam Lewis getting a shot because that's a guy who really looked great during preseason in his long game against the Bears, but he looked great in, during OTAs, during training camps. He looked really fast. He looked um, playing decisive. He was physical. He's, physic, uh, he's a physical guy tackling. He's a, he flies all over the field. He had a few snaps in the last game when the Bills caught the, the backups in the game, and he almost got an interception. Bad hands avoided him of getting an interception, but he was in a good position. He was there to make the play, and the play wouldn't even be uh, validated, unfortunately, due to a penalty. But I'm curious. Ken Lewis is the guy who I'm really curious to see getting a real opportunity because I really believe if not for that catch by Justin Jefferson last season, all of us would have been talking better things about Cam Lewis' stretch as a starter at safety last year. One, two, three games at most. And with his offseason this year, he looked really great. I believe if he gets a real opportunity, man, he might be able to become a factor at the safety position and and maybe even establish himself as a contender to to getting a, a shot when Hyde and Poyer aren't there anymore. So that's something I, I will keep an eye on too. But overall, it's a tougher matchup than we give or it's a tougher matchup than we give it credit for when looking at first, you know. We look at first, okay, the commanders have been bad for a long time now. They aren't that good. They, but look, they, this is a 2-0 team. This is a team who has been under some difficult circumstances already this season. They have adjusted. They have uh, come back in, game, in a game that they were losing badly. And even in that situation, Howell could keep his composure and lead a comeback. Um, the enemy surely knows how to take the most of him so far. Experienced coaching staff, they will be prepared for this game. The weather might be something that will be a factor in this game. So that has all the ingredients to be a tough matchup. And the Bills are one game, uh, they're going to play one. That's one game just before playing their divisional rival, the Miami Dolphins, in a game that's hugely important for uh for divisional wins proposed and for winning the division so that's a game that ideally the bills obviously there aren't games that you can lose right but ideally just before playing the dolphins in a game that the bills probably will need to win to tie with them in the record ideally the bills don't lose this game against the commanders but the matchup is difficult so I'm looking forward to this game. It's going to be an excited one, exciting one. But I don't have the, the the confidence to tell you what I told you last week. Last week I told you something like, look, if the Bills lose to this Raiders team, not that they are bad with all due respect, but if they lose to this Raiders team, this may become a... a this might become a... a a tough season. This might become to, to, to. This might become the start of the end for this team as it is constructed. And obviously, it didn't happen. They went there and beat 
the, the Raiders easily, playing really well, and McDermott in command, Dorsey in command, Josh Allen playing well, running run game uh, showing up, the offensive line playing better, Spencer Brown playing better, so defensive line dominating. So they played as the contenders they are. They showed who those Bills really are. They are the same team as we've seen, a team that is a contender in the AFC, a team with some question marks, but a team who is going to compete and has a shot. Well, they will have a tough matchup against the Raiders, and that's not a game that I put in the same uh, tier as the game uh, as the game against the Raiders. That's going to be difficult and away from home, and I hope the Bills can turn this game into an easier one, but they have they have some some ingredients to make this this game a, a tough challenge. So I'm confident the Bills can win. I hope they can win. I expect them to win this game, but I don't expect it to be so easy. My my predicted score. It's a matter of the weather. So, uh, but not taking weather into the consideration. I believe the Bills will score. At, can score 27, 28 points. And I expect McDermott to be able to, to make Howell's life difficult. So I'd bet 28-17 for this game or 28-18 for the score for this game. Uh, if you want to send your 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 guess, feel free, Bismarck, or if you want to uh write your guess in the comment section if you're watching or not watching live feel free it's gonna be a, a a pleasure to to interact i really appreciate you taking your time being with me this leading the charge today i'll be back on sunday with the leading the charge in portuguese for brazilian bills mafia latin america all portuguese speaking countries um i'll be in portuguese doing the post game show leading the charge on sunday hopefully with a win if it is a win by 28 to 18, by 10, or if it is 28-0, or if it is 28-27, man, I will be happy the same way. But that's the way the, the way I see this matchup uh, so far. And thanks thanks so much for taking your time to hit that like button, to subscribe to Buffalo Rumblings channel. It's been a blast to be in the community. And, and I'll be back on Sunday. I really appreciate everybody who's participating in the chat. And just remembering, this episode is available via Apple Podcasts, via Spotify, and other podcast aggregators. So download the download the episode, rate us there, and thanks, Bills Mafia. Hopefully, uh, we can watch a great game on Sunday, and I will be back um, with the post-game show in Portuguese. So that's it. Thank you so much. See you around. Go Bills.